Seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m., it's Saturday. It's May 27th, 2023. It's Memorial Day weekend, Shane. Um, do you have one of those in Canada? I think you do. Remembrance Day. Remembrance uh, Day, that's right. Yeah. yeah, the 11th of November. Oh, well. Well, that's our what used to be called Armistice Day. I think it's now Armed Forces Day now. I'm not. I'm not sure. They keep changing the names. To be politically correct, of course, Shane. You well, <laughs> well know. they don't want to keep up with the uh, traditions of uh, what matters to people. But of course not. Our our love and thanks and grace of God <laughs> to all those that gave the <laughs> ultimate uh, sacrifice. Life. <laughs> and sacrifice and uh, welcome home and uh, thank yeah. you for your service thomas yeah it's may is military appreciation month it's also national screen day sunscreen day <laughs> oh, i'm sure it's glad sunscreen because my screen's not working for you yeah i know this. i can't see you. i can hear you but uh, you're just uh you're just a blank uh black a gray square screen. Yeah. yeah well that's yeah. probably what that i really look like so that's sorry. uh well that'll be okay we'll we'll make it through so i'm old and gray what can i tell you <laughs> that's it yeah, yeah, i know that bad enough that we see in color that's right all right well making radio great again metal floss for your brain tom and shane we're also on iheart radio if you uh frequent that uh platform whoa whoa what's iheart never heard of it iheart radio is an online radio I realize that. Yeah. Been around long or? Yeah, it's been around forever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like you. Like me. <laughs> and we're also on Rumble. We're on uh, YouTube. We're on uh, Facebook. We're all in all, all that stuff. So. Yeah, d d Tom <laughs> is a platform surfer. He he enjoys it. He gets, yeah. he, he gets the word out there. Great producer, great friend, great director. Yeah, I, I always have a plug in my ear for him to tell me what to say. Yeah, right. That's, that's if I could only tell you what not to say. There, oh, okay. That would be all right, yeah. Well, uh, guess what, Shane? Um, Ron DeSantis uh, put his name in. What do you think? Uh, he's not. Uh, he's second in the polls, but he's way away from Trump. But, of course, that's only in Republicans. So uh, what do you think? Um uh, Ron's been gone after the woke media. Well, gone well, no, after well, no. Disney. He's gone after everybody in the state. He signed abortion bills, and man, he's going after these woke guys. He's fifty-four. I mean, you know, he's got twenty years before he, you know, to to run for president. So, <laughs> but you know, he was smart enough to change the law in Florida in the last session so he could run and stay as governor. So, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, it's one of these things. Everybody wants in. Raise some money, see if they, you know, they get a, uh, you know, any traction. If they do, that's great. If they don't, boy, they got a coffin full of uh, cash. I don't say trunk. I don't say treasure box. I say coffin. Yeah. Well, it depends on, um, you know, the the uh, elections way away, uh, you know, so a lot can happen between now and then that can propel anybody to the top of the chart well uh, you know at this time to 2015 trump came down the escalator the family mm -hmm. yeah. and they're sending us their worst they're rapists they're thieves they're crooks they're insane yeah <laughs> and uh a year later he was president so mm -hmm. it's gonna be great to watch i'm 
I'm not going to call anymore. I'm, I've, I've told you after the last election and I, until I see the American people actually vote for something that's... <laughs> well, well, you I'll call you Trump. You amazing. call Trump accurately. Uh, you just yeah. were way off not, in what the Senate and the House was going to do in the midterms. In, in 16, mm-hmm. I did, but not 20. I wasn't even close. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. Erdogan has got a, a you know an election to, uh, tomorrow. That mm-hmm. uh, you know it's uh, in Turkey to see mm-hmm. if he runs for five more years. So yeah. that that's going to be an interesting election because that's the uh, you know it's a bedrock between uh, Asia and Europe. We'll we'll see where Turkey turns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it will be it will be interesting. They're they're kind of a quasi ally of ours. Sometimes they're with us, sometimes they're not. So it kind of well, they are part of NATO. They're all over the place. Yeah, they are part of NATO. That's uh, that's certainly true. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, we've got uh, fields filling up for Trump. Uh, you got DeSantis in now. Uh, Tim Scott's in there. Um, uh, Haley, uh, Asia Hutchinson, Vivek uh, Rams Ramswamy. Uh, who am I? Who am I leaving out? Somebody probably. Uh, Glenn Youngkin is uh, also thinking. Yeah, about Harris, Harris, Harris announced this week she's changing parties and running in the Republican, um, you know, uh, party for for president because she doesn't see her getting herself. She doesn't see herself getting there as a Democrat. <laughs> That's one of the things where I should have said, don't say that. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, okay. I just no. a bit of Harris sarcasm. is not changing parties, folks. I you just, didn't hear it's, her it's, first. It's sarcasm, folks. Of course she's not. She can't even get anywhere I in understand. her own party. Who would, what other party would want her? But see, people take us face value, Shane, always. Yeah, but if you would <laughs> laugh at my sarcasm, then okay. know I, I, I should have. You, yeah, you I, don't. You know, we've talked about this before. I was Come just kind of taken. I was taken aback. It's only seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, sorry, you are. Yeah. your time. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So, all right. Well, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these things uh, how these things fill up because they are um, they are getting. Uh, they are getting pretty full. I, I'm curious to see mm-hmm. how Jay, uh, uh, Kennedy does against uh, mm-hmm. um, Biden, because yeah. I'm convinced now 100% Biden is not going to run. I think Biden will be I, primaried out. I don't think Claiborne in Carolina can save him uh, like he did the last time. No, I, Biden's finished. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, yeah. I After I his performance at the G7, which was G9, oh, I don't man. know why. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That was pretty depressing, all right. It was very sad, yeah. Okay, well, the show's getting boring because Thank you and you. I are talking, and we need some callers, so let's go to the phones. Oh, gosh, 406- yeah, let's do that. Yeah, 406-522-TALK is the number. If you're outside our normal listening area, 406 uh, <laughs> I'll get it in a minute. Try, try and say it out loud, Tom. Yeah, right. I'm not even going to say it. I, we got we got a caller somehow. They found the number. So, caller, you're on with the award-winning Tom and Shane. What's up? Good morning, Tom and Shane. This is Jerry. Oh, it's, hey. it's the great one. Good morning, good morning, good <laughs> sir. Thank you very much. I'm just grateful. Yeah. Except for one except for one thing, Shane, of that hiccup remedy. I should have known. Why? Uh, the other side of the glass deal? Yeah, I mean, my dryer is working overtime just to get my clothes back to normal. I was going to say that. <laughs> that's an old wives' tale from the nope from works. the pilgrims. It doesn't nope. work. <laughs> I should have. I should. 
But I should have known, Tom, that uh, uh, Shane was pulling my leg. Good yeah. grief! All right. Yeah. Oh, hey, um, what, what did did Chris Christie? Uh, is that his name? Yeah. Ex-governor of New Jersey. Did he put his name in the hat? Uh, he hat hasn't yet, as far as I know. Okay. I was just wondering. You know, that would be now. He has been on TV lately. He's been interviewed quite a bit, and I think they're thinking that he might get in the race. Yeah, they yeah, call him XXL Christie. That's what Trump's going to call him, XXL Christie. Well, he, he's not going to go anywhere. You know, no. most most folks most folks don't realize a whole lot of folks from you know in, in the political field mm-hmm. east of the Mississippi, especially along the Atlantic Seaboard, don't do very well. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, especially the Northeast, uh, evidenced by Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. Um, he you know he couldn't uh, he couldn't garner enough. And I have um, I have another question uh, for you. Um, why um, why is there a, a month for Pride Month? How come the Veterans uh, Memorial Month? How come Veterans Month? You know, and other mm-hmm. months. I, I just don't get that. They get a whole month Memorial Day. I, I, that makes me very upset, and we should be. Yeah, Tom. Why, why don't you start a Veterans Month? Yeah. Well, May is Military Appreciation Month. We've been saying that. Yeah, but yeah. You, Tom, you should yeah. pick a month. When did what month did you come home? Came home in uh, uh, January. Well, there you go. January is now officially our vet, uh, Veterans Month. Okay. <laughs> Montana and Canada <laughs> Veterans Month, I guess. There you go. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> That, that's, that's when I came home, Tom, January second, nineteen sixty nine. Wow, know, my birthday's the third. You, 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 you know, I was fourteen. What in sixty nine? Yes, sir. I'll be darned. Right. I wasn't much older than you when I, you know, when I was discharged. Um, but it, I, I just think there should be more recognition. Of course, Memorial Day is for those. Mm-hmm. Folks yeah. who, um, you know, gave their lives for this country, and Veterans Day is, of course, for all veterans. But we should be right, honoring yeah. and recognizing those folks every day mm-hmm. whenever we get the chance. Amen to that. Such, yeah, I'll go. Which on wouldn't that. happen. We got buddy without him. Yeah, I retired in '69, right. Jerry. You did. <laughs> I'll be darned. That's going great. Oh, Jerry, <laughs> I highly recommend it. Tom, Tom, Tom's been retired most of his life. That's oh, true. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I've been tired most of my life. Me not too. Retired, yeah. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Good chair. And for sun, you say you have a problem, of, uh, Shane. Uh, you need sunscreen of some sort. Is that what you were saying earlier? No, it's National Sunscreen Day. Oh. Oh. Okay. Just oh, so, so you know. So. Yeah, my oh, okay. my camera's not working. So. Yeah, Tom he, he can't screens. He can't show so. me anything. So yeah. Well, I've got some. I got a. I got a good recipe for sunscreen for you, Shane. If you need it, just cover yourself with oh. dark chocolate. That ought to get you going. That'll do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that's for the hiccup. That's for the hiccup remedy, Shane. Yeah. Okay? I was yeah, say, yeah. yeah. The only problem is, uh, you know, after it dries, trying to crack the shell to get up. Yeah. There you go. That's a, that's the hard part. So. Yeah. Okay, well, at least I didn't tell you to tar and feather yourself, okay? So, ooh, okay. Nice. Enjoy Chocolate that. Chocolate and feathers. Yeah. That's, that sounds good. Chocolate and feathers. Yeah. Come on, Jerry. En- enjoy that beer from the other side of the glass, Jer. Right. And, hey, Tom, and if we ever go into the park yeah. and we take our trip into the park, yeah. let's remember not to pull any bison calves out of the water, okay? I know. No kidding. Yeah. So. 
see, we don't want to be on we don't want to be on the front page of some uh, newspaper that we no. violated park regulations. Yeah. Did you do. hear about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, we're, I'll talk about it here when we get done here. So. All right. Mess. I'll talk to you later, guys. All Have right, a man. great weekend. Take care. Take it easy. All right. Yeah, the bison calves, uh, Shane, if you weren't aware of it, uh, a guy, uh, there was a bison calf in the water struggling to get out, and this guy went down and saved the bison calf. However, the herd had moved on, and they weren't able to reunite the calf with its mother, so uh, they had to put it down. So wow. That's just the law. That, but they uh, have helicopter. They have helicopters to run around and put fire. Well, I know that. Uh, there was another guy uh, who uh, thought a bison uh, 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 child was uh, cold and uh, put, him in, uh, uh, put him in his car. And uh, that bison also had to be, uh, had to be euthanized. So. so I think we lost Shane on the Skype, but we got him on the phone. So <laughs> you're still there, I hope. I, I, I am, I am, I am. I'm coming. My Skype decided just to go away. So yeah, so come on back whenever you, whenever you can. <laughs> uh, I, I, of course, I won't know when you're there, but that's okay. So, <laughs> Well, another thing that came up this morning that's kind of interesting is that, um, you know, uh, on our podcast, we talked a little bit about Diane Feinstein and... Um, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, she came back to the uh, she came back to the se- uh, Senate. Uh, she was out for I think three months with shingles. She's eighty nine, uh, and you know they're wheeling her in to the Senate. And she um, uh, reporters asked her how she uh, what did she do during her time off, and she had no idea she was gone. Uh, she thought she had been here voting and had been present in the Senate. She had no memory of being gone from the Senate. So that's where we find ourselves with Diane. Now, why are we propping Diane up in the, in the Senate? The main reason is that um, Nancy Pelosi wants Adam Schiff to take her site, uh, her uh, position. Uh, going over from the Senate uh, or going from the House into the Senate, uh, she thinks uh, he would make a great senator from California. And obviously, <laughs> he would not, of course, but that's a whole nother story. So, what we're looking at is um, if Diane were to retire, then Gavin Newsom would um, appoint someone to take Feinstein's place. He likes Barbara, Barbara Lee, who is a black woman from California. And also, it was floated today, uh, heard on the news this morning, that he might give that seat to Oprah Winfrey, Shane. <laughs> Not going to happen. Turn your Skype on. See if it works. Okay, I will. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Because you're not available. Hold on a second. Okay. Well, I'm here. So, no, I, I'm calling you. So, anyway. Uh, so there you go. Now you got me. That's our situation. So uh, that's where we find ourselves. Um, that we're uh, we're uh, looking at uh, well this whole thing here. So with uh, Diane. And... Well, the thing about it that I find so fascinating is she missed all those votes in the Senate while she was away, right? 
Well, she missed votes. Yeah, that's true. So, which is obviously why they had to use your vice president to break that tie. Yeah, with her not being there. Yeah, with her not being there, that was uh, that was uh, that was an issue, certainly. So, yeah. So. Uh, well, we'll see. Um, I, I don't think he's going to pick Oprah. That, that was just something I think he floated out there, but he's, he's doing anything he can to get attention because he wants to run for president as well on the Democrat side. He just hasn't, uh, yeah, he hasn't thrown his hat in the ring yet, but, um, we'll see. Uh, that's probably because he has no donors. Nobody wants to give him any money. Well, in California, I'm sure there's plenty of people who'll give him money. So. Ha! Oh, they will. Well, come on, he beat a recall for God's sake. Yeah, right. He beat a recall. Well, he did. <sighs> I mean, he's still there. Nobody went out and voted. We know this. We've had this conversation. Well, I understand that, but they still he beat the recall. It doesn't. If the people were totally against him, they would have gone out and voted to recall him, but they didn't. Forty-two percent of the people that could vote voted. That that you know, of course he's going to win. Well, then, then it's a moot point. Then they're going to give him money because he beat the recall. Do you like my smiling face now? Yeah, it's uh, well, I I like the black square better, but okay. It's all right. Well, people should know you can see me now. I can see you now. Yeah. You, you, you know, you <laughs> grinded the S out of me, you know. So. Yeah. So there you are. Well, the other thing we talked about on our podcast, um, which is every Tuesday and Thursday, five o'clock, uh, you can check us out on YouTube. You can check yeah. us out on Facebook or uh, LinkedIn, all those places. Uh, we talked about the Bank of America spying on customers uh, for the FBI. And, there's something called the Bank Secrecy Act, and there that Shane, um, you know, if you if you uh, do a transaction of more than ten thousand uh, bucks, the IRS and the bank reports it to somebody. Yeah, the Treasury Department reports yeah. you to the IRS, mm-hmm. and they report you to the Attorney General for investigation. Yeah, yeah, that you might be doing uh, but th- drugs this is about or stuff people, like that. Yeah. They, they volunteered information mm-hmm. uh, for anyone that spent. Uh, or used a credit uh, Bank of America credit card mm-hmm. January 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th of 2021. And they did mm-hmm. it voluntarily. And then on top of it, they uh, went through all of it and voluntarily gave the FBI information on all clients that have used a credit card already to buy a gun. Now, mm-hmm. the FBI says, well, we didn't request it. Uh, they gave it to us. So mm-hmm. we couldn't request that it. it's against the law, but uh, the, they they gave it up to us freely. So if any laws were broken, they're the ones mm-hmm. that broke it. So it'll be interesting that it, it, to see, because we're going to talk later about Target and probably a little bit about Budweiser yeah. again, and the reaction people have had to what they've done. It'll be interesting to see what people do with Bank of America, because it's a big it's a big bank, buddy. It's one of the mm-hmm. biggest and yeah, uh, most is. popular bank stock on the market. So, yeah, the the real kicker here, Shane, is that it wasn't that they bought a gun. It was that they bought a gun in any state at any time. Yes, yes. That was but the kicker. Just... It didn't matter. It could have been ten years ago. They could have bought a, they could have bought a uh, thing in, uh, you know, they could have bought a rifle in Iowa or a shotgun in Iowa, and that would um, call me. I am. Jeez. <laughs> you get so insistent. 
absolutely. <laughs> I want people to hear me. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I want to hear people. Yeah. Well, 522-TALK is the number, 406-522-8255. Well, yeah, this, uh, yeah, I think it's interesting that, you know, if you if you used your Bank America card and bought a, a, bought a gun in 1970, and you happened to be in Washington, D.C., and you went to a restaurant or a hotel or whatever, uh, you were you were uh, sent to the top of the list of this FBI uh, deal. So, but uh, yeah, scary, it was yeah. Um, that's it, scary. Well, it is scary. It is a scary yeah. thing. So yeah. yeah. So well, the other thing that's going on, Yellen says the U.S. will run out of money by June fifth uh, if the debt ceiling is not raised, and they just took off for their Memorial Day weekend, Shane. So uh, okay, <laughs> I, this is mine for two seconds. Okay, go for it. Really important. I want everybody that's listening to appreciate that we've been watching this for two years. And I watched the Treasury Marketable Securities uh, uh, sales and announcement press releases every week. So this is why I'm going to make this statement. She isn't telling you the truth. It's a it's a basically a flat-out lie. Why? I'm going to go through. They had uh, three auctions this week on the 25th Tuesday. 161-day bill, 13-week bill. And 26. Tom's telling me to cut it off, so I'll, uh, I'll give you the total. Six, um, Sixty-seven. Well, you can continue dollars. when we come back from the break. You don't have to wrap it up now. I'll be done in three seconds. Your government <laughs> raised on Tuesday $67 billion, uh, all right? So they've got money every week. They're lying to you. This is not an emergency. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for our first segment. Uh, I want to continue a little more on that when we come back with Shane, but uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. So, Also, judge temporarily blocked South Carolina abortion bill, debt ceiling process, uh, leaked memo exposes Biden's new policy will increase child trafficking. What? We'll be right back with more right after this. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It is Saturday. It's May 27th, 2023, Memorial Day weekend. Happy to have you along with us. Thanks for joining us this morning. Shane Matobin, half man, half amazing. And Kamloops, Canada, Tommy Gluck, your morning mayor here in uh, Bozeman, Montana. Uh, from our text line, uh, you lie, Tom. Bank did not report gun sales except for days before January 6th. Don't be a Fox News. Well, it was January 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. And 8th, that's correct. Yeah, so. But the point is, is they broke the Bank Act. So mm -hmm. the Department of Justice and your Attorney General, that great garland around your neck, should uh, investigate mm -hmm. the, this bank because uh, with all the issues that have happened with regional banks in the last six months, with... Uh, you know, everything, both situations in our country mm -hmm. look like we're going into a ditch. Mm -hmm. People need to have confidence in the banking system. And th this is just a bad, bad thing to find out. Yeah. Uh, Tom just said uh, May is a Veterans Appreciation Month. Do we need more? B of A cooperated with the FBI to track terrorists. Uh, wrong. B of A reported gun sales on January 4th and the 6th. Get the story right. No, they didn't. They reported gun sales anytime, anywhere, in any state, and they compared that to the same names that were in Washington, D.C. or the Virginia area at the same time 
of the fifth, sixth, and seventh. And to cover it completely, also anybody fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth that stayed in Virginia or surrounding area of DC or DC at hotels, restaurants, stores, mm-hmm. gas stations, th- this not good. Th- this this is really bad. Deep state, mm-hmm. deep state stuff. Yeah. Love your show, real people and real opinions. All right. Well, I don't know about the real people, but they are real opinions. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the pride indoctrination and marketing crap, everyone needs to boycott Target because they've gone crazy. Uh, LGBTQXYZ merchandise are promoting to children. Look it up. It's disgusting. Yeah, we talked about it on our podcast on uh, on Thursday, uh, Shane. And yeah, what I, I what I want to know is what was at the back of the store before they put that stuff back back at the store? Like, what, what whoever's products were at the back of the store before should be complaining now. <laughs> well, that would that would be the men's department, you know. I mean, yeah, the sure. women's department is the size of a football field, and the men have a card table with. You know, two shirts, a tie, and a pair of socks. That's right. That's where that's that's well, where we rate socks. Socks <laughs> do come in packages. What's the deal with the debt? Tom says as long as we can service it. Well, I wanted to talk about that because uh, the United States of America takes in more money each month than the than the what it takes to service the debt. Um, so that's right. yeah, it's over, not even over, close. Yeah. It's over two hundred billion a month that they sell in a yeah. five week month. You know, two hundred fifty yeah. to three hundred billion mm-hmm. a month that they raise money every Tuesday. Yeah. So for them to be telling you that uh, they're they're running out of money or the debt ceiling has to be, it, it's just a, mm-hmm. it's a it's an out and out lie and 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 mm-hmm. it's again trying to create you know confusion and and it's one of these a dog whistle. Yeah. Well, the uh, uh, what may, many people may not realize is that uh, businesses uh, pay payroll taxes, uh, and they do that every month. They send it in That's every right. month. So, yeah, exactly. So, so th- every business on Main Street down there is sending a tax bill every month. So, well, and and the important thing about this to to see this is you have to understand uh, they're raising money for mm-hmm. debt that has matured. So mm-hmm. when that debt matures, it goes away. Yeah. And so you have you're under the debt limit and you can issue more. Now, to default, you have to do one of two things or both. If you have a debt and you don't make a payment, that's a default. If you have interest on a debt and you don't make a payment, that's a default. Now, it can be one or the other to be a default or it can be both. Neither of those are going to happen. It's just it's it's just another example of the Biden administration Mm -hmm. and the people that work for him to come up with a story. So they sat around her office. They said, oh, well, let's let's tell everyone we're, you know, the government's broke. It's not it's not even close. Yeah, (laughs) no, it's it's, uh... some of you may some of you may wish it was so they would keep (laughs) doing it. But we're trying to make the truth here. You know, Mm -hmm. let's get to the truth. Well, yeah. Well, the problem is that we're we're paying off COVID still. Uh, you know, Biden said he reduced the deficit by 1.7 billion. Uh, well, all he all he did was stop the the payments going out to uh, uh, people for their COVID uh, stuff. 
Well, there's one other thing that mm -hmm. really needs to be mentioned again because we've been covering it so people understand it. But, you know, the 30 and 20-year bonds have really inverted now. Uh, mm -hmm. The 30-year bond now in the market is selling at $94. Mm -hmm. And you're getting you're getting three point nine nine eight four percent on that. Yeah. The twenty year old bond has inverted, and mm -hmm. you know trading below its face value ninety six dollars, and you get four point one percent. So it's really hard for people to go and buy one of these new issues every Tuesday when the interest on it is zero. Are you ready? Zero point zero zero five percent. Yeah. Now if they raise that just for e e even if they raised it. Uh, 10 basis points to 0.01%, like one cent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, would, they would solve their problem. But it's like these people don't know monetary policy at all. And I'm just a, you know, I'm just a guest yeah. on a radio show trying to yeah. tell you this. Well, they don't. I mean, uh, they don't understand how money works in Congress at all. No, um, no. The, the interest on the debt, uh, for those of you who aren't aware of it, is $573 billion. I mean, how much do we send to Ukraine when <laughs> you talk about billions? That's right. And that's I where mean, they're stuck right now because yeah. only about 30% of the debt they offer is mm -hmm. taken or bought. So when you yeah. work that out to a year, it's around 550 mm -hmm. to $600 billion a year that they raise um, mm -hmm. each, from each week's sale. So yeah. you're you're in the good, buddy. You're in the good. Well, they tell you the debt per citizen ninety four thousand, the debt per taxpayer two hundred and forty eight thousand. What they don't tell you is the savings per family is nine thousand, and the assets per family is five hundred and six. Uh, I'm sorry, the assets per citizen, every man, woman, and child in the United States, assets per citizen five hundred and sixty one thousand dollars. Well, CNN one night this week had a guy on talking about the debt, and he he said he made this comment. He said, "We owe more than what the country's worth." And, and they went to break, and came back, and he was gone. Tell him why, Tom. Because <laughs> he was wrong. <laughs> yeah, what are the numbers? Tell him what the numbers are, so yeah. everyone's happy. The numbers of what? Of what your country's worth, and you know you've got those. You always like talking. Oh, talking about. Well, we're thirty-two trillion dollars in debt. We're taking in twenty-six trillion, so you know we're behind the eight ball. No, no, but what is it? What's the country worth? Oh, priceless, unestimable, unestimable. Yeah, yeah, un, un, unestimable. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Can't uh, un, unable to estimate it. <laughs> One hundred eighty-eight trillion dollars U.S. total national assets. Household assets, $150 trillion. I mean, well, it's like, do these people like, they don't even like to look at government numbers, their own government numbers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the other one that I, I really like is the, uh, uh, what the, uh, uh, what do they call it? The assets that uh, unsecured or un, what, are, what do they call that crap? That's right. Unsecured assets are $177 trillion. No, excuse me, seventy-eight no. trillion, which is uh, the largest in the world. But who cares? No one's no yeah. one's paying attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. When you got one hundred eighty-eight trillion eighty-seven billion coming in, I think you're okay. 
Yeah, I think you're. Uh, it's the the global sovereign debt's around 165 trillion. You know, that everybody has out there. So I, it's the largest oh. market in the world. Again, few people think it's stocks or bonds, or, mm -hmm. or stocks or commodities. Not it's debt. That's the biggest market. Yeah. Well, the, the biggest uh, money, baby. Yeah. The other one I was uh, I was trying to think of it. It's unfunded liabilities is the uh, other one that I was That's trying to think about. I have uh, I have unfunded liabilities, Shane. I've got a phone bill every month. I've got a, a, a heating bill or a air conditioning bill every month, or I've got a water bill every month. You know, those are unfunded liabilities until the paycheck comes in. That's right. So the fact that you got trillions of dollars in unfunded liabilities doesn't mean crap. No, not 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 in not in the time and space of money today. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see if there's anything we're talking about. Uh, what's the deal on the debt, Tom? Tom says as long as we can service it, and that's true. That's true that's in your right. own household. If you if you have more money at the end of the month than you than you started <laughs> with, you're you're able to service your debt. If you can make your house payment, car payment, uh, utilities, uh, insurance. Uh, whatever whatever payments you have, and you still have money left over, you're able to service the debt, and we are easily able to service our debt. Not whether, an issue. And whether 25 percent of the debt was created under Trump doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who created it. Of it's not, not an issue. No. And well, and you did you know debt is a requirement mm -hmm. for the capitalist. Mm -hmm. uh, society we are, the globe now lives in mm -hmm. i mean it, the globe is a capitalist system that's it so yeah. uh, mm -hmm. to trade and to uh, travel and to uh, mm -hmm. mail things everybody has to have a standardized system uh, they have it in the airline industry everyone has to speak english if you're going to fly a plane doesn't matter yep now when you're over your own country and you're talking to the guy in the tower that's you, uh, you know, Indonesian and you are, you, okay, you use your mother tongue. Mm -hmm. But outside uh, your homeland, English, 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 baby, the yeah. global language. You'd think mm -hmm. they'd go after that instead of, you know, the U.S. dollar, but they don't. Yeah. Montana bans more stuff, TikTok and drag queens and books. Can you say fascism? So much for personal responsibility. Big Brother will protect us. Yeah, well, we talked about this, and again, mm -hmm. people don't listen. They don't pay attention. But every state in the union, after Roe versus Wade, and the Supreme Court tossed it back to the states to decide on their own, every state that tried to do anything to restrict restrict abortion has been sued by somebody, so it's in the court system again. So yeah. now, now, now the Supreme Court at some time you know, down the road, four or five years from now, will decide whether or not you know, birth starts at conception or when it starts or, yeah. you know, they, they'll have to define it. They'll have to define, mm -hmm. you know, life. Oh, isn't that tough? That's a big one, isn't it? That is tough, yeah. yeah. Uh, more boycotting. Uh, crazies threaten target employees with violence. Uh, have you heard any violence uh, toward target employees by anybody, Shane? No, I... I haven't either. No. I'm, when will the, Americans the only... grow up? Well, let me ask you, the, the CEO of Target came out with a statement, and he says, we we cater to all people, and he stressed all, all being the um, 
the definitive point that, uh, you know, we don't discriminate. Well, if you don't discriminate, where's the KKK onesies with the hood? Where's the Antifa uh, coffee cup? Where's the Black Lives Matter uh, onesie? Uh, you know, where's the where's the Aryan Nation? How about the KKK? Uh, you know, if you're going to be all things to all people, there are people who are in those groups. So if you're going to cater right. to one, cater to all of them. 11th of April, Target was trading at 170 bucks. You know, today it's 140. That's thirty dollars it dropped. That's like twenty. That's like twenty billion dollars in value they lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess they didn't learn anything from Bud Light, you know. So. Yeah, well, Bud Budweiser did the same thing. You know, <laughs> as as we've talked for the last what four weeks about it, yeah. five weeks we've commented on it. But it, 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 over a three month time, you know, Anheuser Busch was sadly. Uh, debunked as well mm -hmm. and uh, you know the bud light went from 14 million kegs of sales a year then now, now they're down to you know, like just over uh, 10 mm -hmm. so i mean you, you you look at the stock which did it for for the most part it did rebound but i mean it was trading uh, at 67 dollars on uh, february 31st and dropped to 55 mm -hmm. so it, it lost uh, 10 billion or 30 billion in value because of its size yeah it, it's crazy that these executives mm -hmm. we were talking about this why would you endanger the product that you have for mm -hmm. a minority that is like 0.001% yeah. of your population mm -hmm. it, what what's the monetary gain? Well, there, there's yeah. no way that the, the, that group of people, which is somewhere between a million and six million people, depending on who you want to believe, they, they probably don't use your product. I don't think they own stock in Budweiser or Target. Mm -hmm. They probably don't shop at Target. I mean, give me a break. Seriously. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, yeah, we we talked about this on our uh, on our podcast. Uh, yeah. You know so. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's boy, you know, I don't know, it's um, it's it's a pain. <laughs> it it really is like yeah. you, you wonder who elects these people to run these companies. Well, the mm -hmm. board does, of course. Yeah, but I mean, I was a jest, being you know cynical, mm -hmm. but but uh, it, they they all have marketing departments because they all have one hundred, two hundred, three hundred million dollars they spend in advertising. And, you know, in, in Budweiser's case, it was someone brand new they brought in that came up with that brilliant mm -hmm. idea. But this one, it, it, this is, a, you know, well, every, everybody got a target on their forehead now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Well, uh, more uh, misinformation. Uh, we'll be happy to put it out for you. Uh, I'm at Target. Had to pull merchandise because crazy people were coming in, threatening the employees and pulling the stuff off the shelf. That's your tribe who claims to be peaceful and free market. I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe anybody in Bozeman went down to Target and threatened any employees <laughs> to take the crap off the shelf. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, you know, I, 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 a, a mob, maybe, you know, but and, and people well, might have gone in and complained. But I don't believe well, people are down there threatening employees, threatening to hurt an employee of a store because of the merchandise that's in it. Well, I think. I think people. I, I I think people went into Target and said, 
We, I want to know where the transgender clothing is because I, I, the, the stuff I'm going to take and steal and leave with, I don't, I don't want it, any of it to be transgender. Yeah, clothing. yeah. If you can point that uh, area to me, so everyone agrees we want to pay less in taxes, but maybe it wasn't such a good idea to cut taxes on billionaires and add two trillion to the debt. Thank you. Well, uh, apparently you, you're unaware of IRS.gov. Because if you That's go right. to irs.gov, they will tell you who's paying the taxes, and the rich are paying 86% or more of the taxes, all of them. All of them. Federal, state, local, county, city, urban. I mean, mm -hmm. all of them. Income. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. Trump, now the bills are coming due. Well, let me ask you, did you enjoy getting that money when Trump was in office? Did you, were you okay? I mean, uh, uh, if you weren't working or if you were stuck at home or uh, you couldn't go to a restaurant, couldn't go to the grocery store, had to wear masks everywhere you went. Uh, were you happy that you got that money? Was that, was that worth going into debt over? Well, Americans are smart. And over that two-year period, we watched the credit card debt in the U.S. drop from $1.7 down to $1.2. So mm -hmm. thinking American people are stupid is wrong. These politicians have it wrong. I mean, they, they may have reasons for why they vote the way they do, but when it comes to the pocketbook, <laughs> baby, yeah. they're right on it. They don't want to default on interest. They don't want to default on any debt because they are too smart. Yeah. Well, they will, and they'll figure something out, whatever. That's the big contention. One of the big contentions is keeping this debt thing from, from being finalized, Shane, is work requirements for, for your uh, free stuff. <laughs> you know, you're, you know, if you're going to be on welfare, there should be some kind of work requirement unless you're physically or mentally unable to work. Well, the middle class should be praised for having a managed lifestyle. I'll repeat that because they repeat it all the time, politicians. Managed lifestyle. All they want is their government to have a managed um, operation. Mm -hmm. Like the companies they work for because they want to have a nice life. So they happen to manage their money. And they'd like the government to do the same. But no one in Washington seems to get that. They, I don't know. It's pretty, pretty. Of course, none of them mm -hmm. care because they get all the benefits that you have in their office plus money. So yeah, why, why would they care? Okay. Well, more information, uh, misinformation. They, yes, the rich pay more taxes because they make more money, but you missed the point, Tom. Trump gave them billions of dollars in tax cuts. He did not. No, I'm he didn't. sorry. The no, tax, uh, look at the tax codes. Okay. I mean, look at the codes. And, and the difference has not changed. The, yeah. The upper 10%, 85 to 87% of all the taxes that that never changed yeah. under Trump. It's, they still paid that much. So, yeah. 2017, the U S government was not running a surplus and Trump's tax cuts. Uh, we were not running a surplus, uh, any time, uh, since 1850. <laughs> well, during Clinton, during Clinton, we uh, did. Yeah, you're right. We well, did. And, well, because and, the, the Republican Senate, uh, and, and our house and said, uh, yeah, forced him. Put the handcuffs on him. That's right. And the remarkable mm -hmm. thing is that uh, the last two years of his presidency was a real problem because they stopped selling a uh, 15-year debt because they didn't need it. And it caused, you know, it caused the 98, 99 crash mm -hmm. because 
people didn't know where to put their money, so they were putting it in stuff that wasn't of any value. So the dot-com bubble was created by Clinton, mm -hmm. not selling debt. Now, how funny is that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, billionaires received the largest percentage of tax cuts in 2017. Look it up. It's not a secret. Well, I, I've looked it up. We talk about it every week here. So I, right. you know, I, I can't help you. Um, look at Walton's. Look how much money they got back in taxes after 2017. What did you get? <laughs> I did. Oh, all right. Geez. Thank you very much. And what was the point of the tax cuts in 2017? The economy was booming, did not uh, need stimulating by adding $2 trillion in debt. Well, I don't remember COVID being around in, 2000, uh, in 2017, and I don't remember $2, uh, $2 trillion in debt. And if the economy was booming, what's the big deal of adding $2 trillion in debt then? That's correct. The cycle was open because it was working. Yeah. See the what 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 some of the textures don't understand is the flattest pancake has two sides. Unless you put fruit in it. <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with the sides. Yeah, it makes it lumpy, doesn't make it flat. Uh, well, anyway. <laughs> Twenty seventeen. I, I don't see the lumps. I put maple syrup and <laughs> butter and whipping cream on mine. Yeah. Well, Anyway, I'll stay. I'll stick with my. Uh, I'll stick with my point. Okay, it was a good point, Eagle Man. You're, you're you're the man. It was, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to debate taxes with you all morning uh, because uh, that's not why we're here. So, uh, if if uh, you know, I can lead you to water. I can't make you drink. Uh, that's my. That's all I can do. You know. That's that's all you can do. All right, man. That's going to wrap it up for this segment. We're happy to be here with you. And we've still got, uh, whoa, man, it's only 9 o'clock. we got two hours to go, I think. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. Stay tuned. A lot more to come. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 a.m. It's Saturday. It's May 2023. It's May 27th, 2023. Welcome to... Back to uh, Tom and Shane on Saturday morning. It's 9 o'clock, Shane. You know what that means. It's the list. Time the for Man. more Trump things that happened during the Trump administration that you weren't aware of. We're talking about October 2017. Uh, let's start out with religious liberty, Shane. The Trump administration expanded religious and moral exemptions for mandated contraceptive coverage under Obamacare. Obama's signature legislation requires that nearly all insurance plans cover abortion, including drugs and uh, contraception, forcing citizens to violate sincerely held religious or moral beliefs pay steep fines or forego offering uh, or obtaining health insurance entirely. The interim uh, final rules note that the United States has a long history of providing conscientious protections in the regulation of health care uh, entities and uh, individuals with objections based on religious beliefs and moral convictions. The rule aligns with the U.S. Uh, Supreme Court's unanimous ruling 
protecting the little sisters of the poor, which says the government cannot find religious groups for following their path. In military defense, the Department of Defense reprogrammed approximately $400 million for U.S. missile defense systems. Religious Liberty Attorney General Sessions on October 6th of 2017 issued guidance to all administrative agencies and executive departments regarding religious liberty protections in federal law in keeping with Trump's, Trump's May 4th executive order. The guidance interprets existing protections for religious liberty in federal law, identifying 20 high-level principles that administrative agencies and executive departments can put into practice to ensure the religious freedoms of Americans are fully protected. Immigration, the Trump administration submitted to Congress October 8th a 70-point proposal that calls for increased border security, uh, interior enforcement of immigration laws, and a merit-based immigration program. It includes funding and completing construction of a southern border wall, improving uh, expedited removal of illegal aliens, uh, protecting innocent people in sanctuary cities, extending extended uh, family chain migration, and establishing a point-based system for green cards to protect U.S. workers and taxpayers. EPA reform. Um, Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt announced October 9th a new set of rules that will override the Clean Power uh, Plan, the centerpiece of President Barack Obama's drive, to curb global climate change. The agency is moving to undo, delay, or block more than 30 environmental rules, the latest regulatory rollback in the agency's 47-year history. Homeland Security, uh, the Supreme Court, dismissed a major challenge to President Trump's travel ban on minority Muslim countries October 10th because it has been replaced by a new version sending the controversy back to the starting block. The ruling is a victory for the Trump administration, which had asked the court to drop the case after Trump signed a proclamation September 24th. That replaced the temporary travel ban on six nations with a new infinite ban affecting eight countries. That action made the court challenge moot. The justices ruled. The United States is quitting the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. Uh, Heather Nauert, the uh, State Department spokeswoman, announced the move will be made by the end of the year. This decision was not taken lightly and reflects U.S. concern that mounting uh, arrears in UNESCO, the need for fundamental reform in the organization, and continuing anti-Israeli bias at UNESCO. Nuclear, uh, Iran nuclear agreement. President Trump announced October 13th he will not certify the Iran nuclear deal and vowed that the U.S. would pull out unless changes are made. He also unveiled a new strategy, the culmination of nine months of deliberation with Congress and allies on how to best protect American security from rogue Mullah-led regimes. The plan uh, includes denying the regime funding, and any path to a nuclear weapon or ballistic missiles. Consumer optimism. U.S. consumer sentiment unexpectedly surged to a 13-year high as Americans' perception of the economy and their own finances rebounded following several major hurricanes a University of Michigan survey showed in October. 
of 2017. Last but not least, Obamacare. Trump signed an executive order October 12th that directs three federal agencies to rewrite regulations to encourage the establishment of cheaper health plans that can be purchased across state lines and are not bound by certain Obamacare rules or regulations. The directive would allow small business owners, trade groups, and others to join together to purchase health insurance. The plans would not require uh, to include benefits such as prescription drugs, and Trump also wants to expand the sale of stopgap policies that don't cover pre-existing condition, mental health services, and other costly benefits, and that's your 10 Trump actions from October of 2017. Well done, Eagle Man. There we go. So, Not such a bad guy after all. Well, certainly tried to do some good stuff. And that's why we point these out that a lot of people don't know about this. Now, going back to one thing we talked about earlier, Shane, then we got to move on. Uh, The uh, national, the interest on the, um, on the debt. And we're talking about uh, raising, raising the debt. Interest on the, uh, on the debt is $573 billion. On March 9th of 2023, the Biden-Harris administration submitted to Congress a proposed fiscal year budget request of $842 billion <laughs> for the Department of Defense, an increase of $26 billion over uh, the fiscal 2023 levels. And get this, Shane, the, the, Democrat, uh, the Republicans want to go back to uh, 2022 levels. This is a hundred billion more, hundred billion more than twenty twenty two. Why not? So well, as I said earlier in the f- first uh, lock, yeah. th- this is senseless uh, discussion. I don't understand why a Republican representative in Congress doesn't step up to a microphone and say, "We raise sixty billion dollars a a week. Mm. We're not going to run out of money." Yeah, it's it, you know, it's just. The idiocy of it is just hard mm-hmm. to understand, and it, it, it goes to show that mm-hmm. both parties are partisan about misleading and uh, not informing mm-hmm. not informing the public. They, it's yeah. just, they don't want to because then they wouldn't have something to complain about. Well, if you're going to bitch about the $2 billion that Trump added to the deficit, then how about the $100 billion that Trillion. Biden wants? Uh, yeah, well, two trillion. What about the hundred billion? Yeah, that, uh, trillion here, yeah. billion there. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, pretty soon you're talking about real money. Let's take a phone yeah. call. <laughs> Five two two talk is the number. Call you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Hey, good morning, Glory. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> I made She's it. Back. My God, <laughs> I had to even put an oxygen tank on, but I, I finally made it here. All right, good. But uh, <laughs> good. <laughs> obstacles, obstacles. I guess that makes it worth all the effort, huh? Yeah, that's it. That's right. World problems, got to deal with them. Okie dokie. Well, uh, I just want to uh, tell everybody uh, to remember why you have, of course, a three-day weekend. And uh, let's not forget our Revolutionary War soldiers, our Civil War soldiers, and uh, some, my God, we lost 620,000 men just in the American Civil War. So let's not forget uh, all our veterans uh, this weekend. And uh, God bless their memories, and, uh, it, you know, it just humbles me. When I look back into our history, I, I am just so humbled by the effort that so many Americans took to help make the United States uh, what it is today. 
And um, so thank you all. But I want to talk quickly about uh, uh, this uh, this Volt uh, Typhoon, which is a highly sophisticated Chinese hacking group. Uh, they uh, attempted to hack into our Guam uh, military base. And, of course, Guam is one of our territories. Unaware to so many Americans, we actually have 14 territories. You only hear about the four major ones. And Guam is uh, way out there uh, by the Marianne Islands, way over there in the uh, near the um, Tahiti and all, and the Philippines. It's, it's out in that direction. But uh, they've hacked again. Uh, they got into our they uh, hit critical U.S. Uh, infrastructure intelligence agencies just last week, and uh, there are tremendous danger to us. I just want to point out quickly: this is why uh, the state of Montana did the right thing and um, ban TikTok and anything to do with the Chinese in our state. And I hope that the whole country follows uh, Montana's lead in this. And I just want to tell everyone to try and enjoy the weekend and uh, the sunshine and whatever, and God bless all of you. All right, Nancy, thanks so much for the call. Appreciate it. Uh Thank you. Thanks for listening. All right. Uh, let's see, from our text line, 478-8298, why can't the weirdos just tuck in and tuck out of Montana? <laughs> <laughs> it starts top to bottom with asshat Biden. <laughs> there you are. Yeah, in case you don't wow. know, they have, uh, well, we, we were talking about it earlier, but uh, Adidas is using male models for their female uh, swimwear, and uh, the... Uh, uh, apparently, uh, Target and some other other stores have the uh, uh, some kind of a tuck thing or something where you can. <laughs> There's no way to say this on a family show, Shane. <laughs> you can tuck something in. So uh, anyway, yeah, uh, go go online, <laughs> find out what it is for yourself. Because I know people are riding around with the kids in the car and everything, and I I'm not going there. So so by all means. Uh, Find out on your own, but yeah, the 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 uh, I'll tell you the the circus is in town, Shane, and uh, it doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. Well, I I personally find it obnoxious and 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 rude, and a waste of uh, airtime. It, it's a minority group that has that basically are irrelevant, and they're trying to create their own relevance and. I think it, it's proven already now on t- TikTok and and everything with particularly young women that uh, it's it's just it's a it's a bad and dangerous topic because it's it's hurting children. It's just hurting children. Well, that's that's the whole point, and I I I really don't understand. I I I I have immense compassion for anybody who's trying to raise kids in in today's uh, environment with everything that's going on. Oh, it's, but, just, it's so hard. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's so unfair because there, there's so much for children to learn, you know, from the internet and, and without, if, if, but social media takes away that option with their parents because yeah. no one wants to buy their kids technology because of what they're afraid they'll find instead of what they're really looking for. Yeah. And and that's that's a sad reality of the 21st century. We live in the first world, and our mm-hmm. kids can't use computers because they're abused by, you know, sites that will you know, interfere with their ever effort to be educated. Uh, it's 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 so wrong in so many yeah. ways. 
Well, speaking of education, Montana is now the first state to spe- specifically uh, ban people dressed in drag from reading books to children in public libraries and schools. Uh, the law took effect immediately after uh, Greg Jim Forty signed the bill on Monday. Bills in Florida and Tennessee also appear uh, to try to ban these events, but both states measured uh, apply to performance that are sexual in nature. Montana's law, while it defines such an event as one hosted by a dra- drag king or queen who reads children's books to minors, does not require the event to include a sexual element to be banned. Uh, Lambda Legal says that makes Montana law the first to specifically ban drag reading events. How can it not be sexual if it's if it's trans? I mean, that's that's a whole deal. Well, and, and the the reason that this is is happening is because mm-hmm. there are federal laws that protect this minority, but mm-hmm. there's no decision like Roe v. Wade about it yet, and there will be. But uh, right now, uh, you know, states have the right to make these decisions on their own, and th- there's no reason why they shouldn't. Uh, people in red states uh, feel this way, and, and they have legislatures they've elected that are doing it. That's the law. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's uh, it just I uh, once again I go back to parents. I as a parent, would would you if if you found out that there was this activity at your schools when your daughters were in school, would you say, oh, let's support them, no problem, big deal? Well, the problem is I don't really like talking about it anymore. There's a, there are a lot of podcasts out there that are pro and con with regards to this subject and this topic, and if you're interested, you can go look and listen to those. But uh, I think for us to talk about it is a waste of time. People know how we feel, and... I think we know how the people feel that listen. Well, I think so. That uh, you know, the Bud Light thing pretty well confirms that. Uh, you totally. Know, that, uh, you know, it's politically incorrect to uh, challenge the uh, any minority these days, but you can sure challenge them by not buying a product endorsed by the company. So. Well, there's a difference between challenging and even mm-hmm. wanting to talk about it. I, yeah. I don't want to no, challenge I it. I just don't want to mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah. Well, uh, not talking about it means leaves it open. Uh, we we do need to talk about it, I think. But well, that's right. Because so every time we talk about it, I'll just say it again. It's mm-hmm. if they're not going to respect my opinion of what their yeah. their opinion mm-hmm. is, and they're yeah. telling me that you know I'm biased or or prejudiced, mm-hmm. then I, I I have no reason to talk to someone who's a bigot and has no tolerance for another person's point of view. Yeah. You don't want to tolerate my point of view, I don't want to tolerate you. So yeah. call me a bigot, but don't call me a racist. There you go. Well, in other news, the first youth climate change uh, challenge in the U.S. to reach trial is going ahead next month, though it's been narrowed by a Montana judge who dismissed a claim against a state emergency policy that is no longer in effect. The scheduled two-week trial is set to begin June 12th before District Court uh, Judge Kathy Seeley in Helena. Uh, Seeley on Tuesday dismissed part of the lawsuit that challenged the state's energy policy. She said she could only have struck it down uh, and the legislature already repealed it. However, she says a trial 
could still determine whether it's constitutional for the state to ignore the effects of greenhouse gases in issuing fossil fuel development permits. <laughs> Give me a break, Shane. Jeez. That's a, that's a long read for nothing, isn't it? <laughs> Youth are going to court <laughs> to... to <laughs> Whether it's constitutional for a state to drill a hole in the ground. (laughs) That's this is good. I'm I this show is such good therapy for me. Because otherwise the the vein on my forehead would pop out and explode probably. So Well, you know, that crazy senator from New York insulting the Supreme Court about their decision on water rates from uh, (laughs) that uh Idaho couple put in because they weren't allowed to build their home on their property because of the, you know, the Environmental Protection Agency and, and claiming they, they couldn't interrupt the, you know, the, the water rights mm-hmm. on the surface. Yeah. Took them seven years, got to the Supreme Court. They looked at it, and on a vote of ready, nine yeah. to zero, nine to zero. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Schumer of New York, that great wise senator, called it a MAGA court. Yeah. So now, the the four liberals <laughs> on your Supreme Court are now MAGA that's, members. That's that's, that's where that's you great. are. There you go. What a what a great thing to get up in front of people on a microphone and say, like, yeah. <laughs> like this is good stuff. Yeah. Uh, from our text line, uh, 478-8298, uh, removing, car, uh, removing AM radio from car manufacturers. We're not going anywhere good, but uh, we can stop this. Or can we stop this, I guess, Shane? And I've, I've seen that. The other thing um, that uh, they're also planning on doing, Shane, besides uh, doing that, um, they are they're going to uh, not... You're not going to be able to play your uh, phone through your car, you know. If you got your well, that's uh, the interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. You got your own phone. All, list all there these mon- yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say you you've uh, got your uh, playlist on your phone, and you want to hear right. the songs you want to hear. And the now the car company says no, you're not going to be able to play them through uh, through our cars anymore, Android or Apple. Well, the, what what a ridiculous thing to do because mm-hmm. if that's the case because you can buy a little speaker now and just play it on your phone anyway without without it so mm-hmm. now i want to buy a new seventy five thousand dollar car and i go in and, and i say do i have an am fm radio no you don't okay well if i can't use my phone on the sound system you're selling me or i don't get access to am fm radio I, I want you to take five grand off the price of the car. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that's, yeah. it's just, a, it's now a negotiating tool for people buying a new car. Uh, that's, yeah. that's my advice. Well, the other thing too, uh, uh, for a few years ago, Shane, I spoke uh, around the country to the mobile electronics dealers. They're the people that put customized yes. cars and speakers in your car. Yes. That the ones that go boom, 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 when you're sitting next to them at the stoplight and, yeah, so, but what they were telling me is that the the radios, in order for the uh, dealers to stop uh, third-party uh, products being put in their cars, they would do things like run the radio through the wipers, you know, or somewhere that you can't get to it without getting in the into this thing or replacing another another part of the car. And this is this is just more like it. 
Um, the uh, and this will show you the power chain that's going to happen here. Instead, the uh, electronic vehicles will be equipped with GM's own uh, infotainment system, uh, powered by guess who? Google. So that's right. <laughs> here we are. Google's going to take okay. over your car, folks. And for those listening, the public service announcement from Shane. When you go in and you're talking to someone about buying, especially a new car, you want to get a sheet from the salesperson that shows all the costs to create the price. And here's a big one. You'll find that they're they're putting down a five to six thousand dollar fee. It's just called a fee. And when you ask them what this five to six thousand dollar fee is, they'll tell you. Oh, well, 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 that's that's a shared benefit uh, for everybody in the dealership. I see that two minutes, no, less than two minutes. 20 seconds. So you got you got to negotiate that out. <laughs> Bottom line, there's about $7,000 in fees on your bill that they'll hand you to buy that car you can have and negotiate out. All right, got to go. We'll be right back with more. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, everybody get out there. Be safe. Uh, be careful driving. And uh, if you're traveling uh, anywhere, uh, hope we hope you reach your destination uh, safely. And uh, we wish you uh, we wish you the best. And Shane joins us once again. Uh, I, I think he joins us. <laughs> Back in the line. All right. There he is. Well, a South Carolina judge Friday temporarily blocked the state's new law that would ban most abortions after fetal cardiac activity. That means a heartbeat for those in uh, checkerboard, Montana, <laughs> uh, is detected, which is usually around six weeks of pregnancy. Uh, the injunction will remain in effect until the state Supreme Court can review the measure. It would seem to me, Shane, if you got a heartbeat, you got a person. 100% baby. The argument for Roe versus Wade for 40 years was we don't have the science yeah. <laughs> to prove conception. Well, now they do, buddy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I... Gotta believe science. It's real. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, why do I have to spend Saturdays correcting your lies and errors? <laughs> well, uh, you don't. You got 16 other options. That's right. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> in, in, yeah, and including yeah. having breakfast with your family. Yeah. Uh, Tom, Ford drew back on AM radio, not being installed in their vehicles due to need to hear emergency broadcasts. So that that's, would be an interesting thing. That, uh, Incidentally, speaking of that, uh, KMMS, we have the capability here. We have five stations here. Uh, right. And uh, if there is an emergency, we have the option of broadcasting the same message on all five stations simultaneously. So we can reach everybody in case of an emergency if Yellowstone blows or, well, if Yellowstone blows, we probably won't be here, but <laughs> that's all. That's well, I, I just don't understand how a government agency can do something like this. I mean, that's like, that's totally anti free speech. I mean, it's mm -hmm. like, it's just it's incredible that these people yeah. get paid you know six mm -hmm. digit numbers and they sit around in a room and go let's come up with a new policy yeah today. there you go <laughs> sounds good yeah all right uh let's see uh income and you cut income does it does it increase debt that's interesting yeah if you if you decrease your income 
it can produce debt if you can't service your debt with the income Correct. Yeah, if you lose your job, um, yeah, you're you're going to be in debt. I think exactly, or greater <laughs> debt. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I don't know. Uh, it's um, well. Uh, also, uh, Gianforte has signed uh, some uh, uh, abortion stuff as well. Um, so we've got that. Well, you know, all these states, all these states are going to take this on, Shane, and the courts are going to be cluttered with every every one of them because somebody's going to bring a suit about it. But the fact that the Supreme Court got rid of it uh, and sent it back to the states, uh, you know, uh, somehow we're going to have to sort this out. And this is going to be a big deal in 2024. Uh, in the election. I just believe it will. State races, uh, Senate and House, uh, we're going to see 2020 all over again. Well, I think if the Democrats want to up one, you're probably right. Unless they've decided to trans, you know, transgress to transgender as the topic. It'll be, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it could be both, but I think I think, I think it'll be bold. I don't think this yeah. I don't think this uh, transgender culture war is go, is going to stop. But in both cases, it's an attack on women. It, it it's just I yeah I that's know what's so and that's what that's, I, yeah, yeah where's it's... where's the where's the national organization of women where are the feminists <laughs> yeah exactly where are the where are the where are the protection of women's rights I mean wasn't there suffrage. <laughs> Well, it, it's the rule of the majority and the rights of the minority, and mm -hmm. women are the majority, and here they are losing all their rights mm -hmm. in sports. Like, you yeah. would think that they'd be out demonstrating with that, with place cards and mm -hmm. at courthouses and, you know, swimming swimming uh, pools and, mm -hmm. and ice rinks and basketball courts, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's true. You know, eventually, as I say, you won't have women's sports anymore. You'll have transgenders uh, at all colleges and everything because coaches have to win. And if transgenders are allowed to play, then coaches are going to have no choice if they want to keep their jobs. Well, that's sad. that's sad because then young well, women are only going to get into sports for the love of the sport and not for a benefit in college and and, and moving up. It's just again, it's an attack on women and their individual mm -hmm. rights when they're the majority. Yeah. How crazy is that? That's crazy to me. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, I don't believe a parent. Uh, well, at least I hope not uh, that a parent, when the kid comes to you at seven or eight years old and says, "I think I'm a girl" or "I think I'm a boy," uh, you just accept that and you know and start treating them as, as you know, as, as they think they are. And we all know that kids have all kinds of impressions growing up as to what they are. Well, the confusing thing for me is why women continue to vote for the woke demolition party. Mm -hmm. I, I, it, mm -hmm. j just this one topic, you, there's so many for them to consider why mm -hmm. vote for the woke demolition party. I, I, I wish a texter would send us a text and explain mm -hmm. it to me so that I could understand it. Yeah. 
Why are Republicans obsessed with trans and drag queens? Well, because... Well, I, it's detrimental, I, okay? The word is detrimental. I would think so. I mean... No one there, Tom. Yeah. On the phone. Okay. Uh, kids gender is subject uh, between parents and psychologists. I would agree with that. You know. Yeah. Let, let's talk. Let's talk about psychologists. Like this. This is a quagmire, and the reason they don't talk about it is very simple. There aren't enough. A anybody mm -hmm. that's ever looked for psychological help will find you can't find one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They're already booked. It's, it's like, wow. This, this is worse than, you know, being at the motor vehicle department. Yeah, that's for sure. After several years of God only knows how many millions spent, the Durham report finds the FBI investigation into Russian hoax was politically motivated and based on no facts, essentially. So to summarize, James Comey, Andrew McCabe, uh, Peter Strzok, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, and numerous other Democrats involved in a treasonous attempt to frame and overthrow a duly elected president will never see a courtroom or the inside of a prison cell. Well, Durham is scheduled next month to go to Capitol Hill and speak to about a half a dozen mm -hmm. committees, number one. Number two, $7 million. That, uh, we talked about this on our podcast and we've talked about it on the show when it first came out. Least amount of money of any investigation of Trump Least amount of money. Mm -hmm. That's I mean, there's been I have over 22 investigations by your government of Trump, yeah. and this is this costs the least over four years. But no one wants to hear that. No, because <laughs> it came up with the wrong results. It came up with the results opposite of all the other investigations that made accusations. Okay, I think the fact checker may be on the line, Shane. So all right, let's go to the phones. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Woo! I got through. Absolutely. Right, right on, John here. <laughs> Our fact checker, um, supreme, everyone. Go I think ahead. I, I think I said that, Shane. I know you did. I oh yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's surprising that these texters don't do any kind of research whatsoever. They don't know anything. All they can do is, uh, uh, I don't want to go there, but um, <laughs> be nice. I know, and it's um, uh, coming up on Memorial Day, and if you got a Noah Legion or a VFW and you got a little extra time, stop in there and see if you can help them on out. They can always use volunteers for flags and flowers and um, even the day after um, uh, Memorial Day. Um, okay, uh, I got a public service announcement mm -hmm. is that there's this Hispanic fella from Honduras with a boy in a smaller car and what he's doing is going around to all of the different gas stations and saying, oh, I need some money. Do you want to trade? Uh, I'll show you my ring here, my gold ring or my chain for 50 bucks or 100 bucks, whatever on else. And so then you go down, you know, okay, I'll help you on out. You go down to the pawn shop and he says, no, this is uh, this has been happening uh, all around uh, Bozeman, Livingston, this guy's selling you one dollar uh, uh, rings and and all sorts of jewelry for uh, and just making out like a banshee. So I really hope the cops can catch this guy, you know, at some point because uh, the, the, 
the pawn shop there said this one guy got taken for over five hundred dollars just trying to be a helpful. Wow. Um, this um, that those two buffalo, um, as Shane knows about, like with parks there too, is that they should ha- uh, have had no right to kill those two buffalo. They could have brought them to the natives, or they could have brought them somewhere around else. Or just let them be, uh, uh, let them to the wolves. Um, it, you know, there's, uh, is that or just wrong? by helicopter to the uh, herd. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, and, you got to find the right herd, though. <laughs> you got to really find yeah. the herd where mom is. Now, now, with that TikTok and everything, uh, there's that guy over there. I can't remember what the name of the uh, uh, the program is, but the guy goes by horse or pony out of China, and it, it, it reaches into uh, so many different stuff like Spotify's and everything else, not just TikTok, so we got a lot more to go. And mm-hmm. uh, finally, uh, with that young renewable energy group of kids or whatever that are putting this forward uh, for this climate change and everything, hey, uh, Hey guys, get a hold of me right on John1 at gmail.com and I'll set <laughs> you guys on up. Save your money from these darn lawyers with what you, you want hydrogen, you want advanced solar, you want advanced wind, whatever you want. Uh, and um, move it forward uh, like that instead of uh, trying to force it down our throats and uh, causing our, our country damage. So um, that's my, uh, Memorial day rant up here, uh, at the moment in Canyon Ferry. Okay, man. Thanks for the call. Right on, right on, John. <laughs> All right. Thanks, John. Well, the media coverage of the debt ceiling, uh, debate in Washington is not entirely false, but it's often not entirely accurate either. As Shane pointed out before that, uh, the truth is that uh, not nearly as cut and dry as some of us would think, uh, while the uh, sort of correct factual allegations are the result of uh, political uh, scaremongering, uh, poor journalism, or a combination of the two, probably varies from outlet to outlet. So knowing how the government spends money would shed some light on on the subject. First things first, federal government has paid for everything. It is already spent. Uh, it always does. As bills come into the Treasury over the past years, weeks, and months, Treasury has paid those bills. So. Well, when uh, your Secretary of Treasury got up to scare everybody about the you know, debt limit, a, a journalist did ask her, could you tell us what the uh, balances uh, uh, of uh, all the departments are? How, how much money do they have on hand? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have that money. I'll, I don't have that information. I'll have yeah. to get back to you. Yeah, on right. It, right? Like, <laughs> it's it's all a misdirection. They, they're they're lying to you. It's intentional, and regrettably, both sides are you know, falling a to a prey of this topic because mm-hmm. no one has done. What I did was explain it. It's it's very simple. It's not complicated. It's very simple. Yeah. Well, paid doesn't necessarily mean paid with money from taxes. Uh, tax revenues cover about 70% of what we spend. So some things the government pays for every year are paid for with borrowed money. So in that respect, it's very similar to paying for something with a credit card. Yes, you paid for your tank of gas with your credit card, but you still owe the money to the credit card company. And this is where... Uh, the uh, sort of accurate comes in. In fact, government borrowing is not quite like your credit card, cheaply because the federal government never, ever 
pays off that credit card debt. And they, they haven't paid it off since 1835. That's correct. <laughs> and and it's, it's important to uh, appreciate the fact that you have a system that allows the government to take ta tax revenues and mm -hmm. disperse it to the departments of the government. They, they do not pay the interest. The Treasury Department does from the sale of debt. Right. So, again, they're confusing it. They're, they're trying mm -hmm. to say your budget has something to do directly with the debt. It doesn't. It's all the Treasury Department, and it's the, the sale and recycling of debt that pays the interest and pays the debt. Whoa. Yeah, the federal government borrows money and uses it to pay for things. That money is borrowed for a period of time. The average right now is about five years. And when the, each debt comes due, we pay the interest and we borrow the new money to repay the old debt. Well, you sell new debt. Yeah, to, to that's pay. what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just being generic. All right. Let's take a phone call. 522-TALK is the number. 522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Morning. Morning. Um, yeah, I wanted to uh, relate a uh, little quick uh, monetary incident here that I <clears throat> was involved in here about three weeks ago. My wife and I bought a, a new little uh, bumper pull camper from Bish's RV here about three weeks ago. And the, the general manager out there, uh, Derek Cohn, H-O-H-O-H-N, uh, in conversation came to learn that I was a Vietnam veteran. And so he invited me to get in touch with the representative of the Southwest Montana Vietnam Veterans Association, which I did. And I got invited to a breakfast at the Springs with them. Mm -hmm. um, day before yesterday on Thursday morning and got to meet a bunch of different guys. And um, I was asked the question, and I'm going to ask you, Tom, mm -hmm. and that is, did you ever know of or hear of the Navy Sea Wolves that operated in the Mekong Delta uh, back from about uh, 66 or so uh, up till about uh, 71? Yeah, uh, I was there in uh, 66 and 67. So, yeah, I yeah, I was I, quite uh, a ways away from them. I was closer to Saigon. I, I was in one corner of the Iron Triangle, um, okay. and that was quite a ways away. It was over on the beach side, uh, well, away I'm from me. But, youngest, yeah. I'm one of the youngest of the vets, and I um, didn't get over there till I was uh, 19, mm -hmm. uh, going on 20. Yeah. And um, the second half of my tour took me down to the Mekong Delta with a, a search and destroy outfit out of Vin Long. Mm -hmm. And in my time flying across the Delta and east to west and near the Cambodian border and this sort of a thing, uh, as a crew chief, um, I had never seen or heard of the uh, – Seawolves, but I came to learn through my research online yesterday that uh, they had been <clears throat> uh, decommissioned uh, just a couple, three months before I got down to Van Long, mm. and um, I had never heard of these guys, and it turns out one of their pilots is going to be our uh, Grand Marshal at our upcoming 
a Memorial right. Day parade Monday here in Bozeman. Oh, good. And uh, he is, uh, I don't know if he's a native son of the state of Montana or not, <clears throat> but he graduated with a degree from uh, University of Montana, Missoula, uh, come to learn. So he can still but, be in the uh, parade being a grizz? Well, that's a fair thought, but I got a feeling his he probably won't be wearing purple colors. I was going to say. Does, I don't think anybody's going to give him any sass over that. <laughs> that may be that. Okay, I have a question for both of you vets that I think might interest our listeners. Yeah. My question is, did boot camp change your lives? Boot camp, no. No? What about um, you, you, sir? Did boot camp change your life? Well, for for me personally... Speaking for myself, I'm going to say yes, in some aspects of it, it did. Um, I, I went into boot camp as already as a good quality individual. Um, I wasn't somebody who was faced with the possibility of going to jail or going to the military. Mm -hmm. My dad sold me on the idea of going to the Army uh, because of the GI Bill, and mm -hmm. um, he figured that the— Vietnam in the Vietnam War, the safest place would to be would be in uh, aviation because they'd always be stationed in rearward areas. Well, he was right up to a point, <clears throat> but we still, on one occasion, got 122 rockets in from the mountains to the west of us. And when I got down to the Mekong Delta, we still got uh, in a situation where I was supposedly on a perfectly safe, easy flight. There was no nothing to worry about and we had a chip detector light come on over the delta in the and no place to land for miles and miles and miles because it was all swamp yeah and uh, we ended up on a threshing uh surface about 60 feet square outside of a bunch of um little teeny village where the uh hooches were all up on silt and I'm a door gunner on the right-hand side, and all, and here comes a bunch of people out of the pooches on their trail to come over to see what was going on on our uh, on their threshing pad. Mm -hmm. And the crew chief is out the left door, uh, around behind the helicopter, checking on this 45-degree tail rotor gearbox to see what caused the chip detector to come on. If it was a, actually a destruction of a gears in there if it was just maybe wear metal that finally grounded out against the contact and got the light on which that turned out to be the case but here's the pilot on the right hand side he's in front we're at about a 45 degree angle to the folks and uh, he's got his 38 revolver poked out the uh, window and and he says French you get your uh m60 on this crowd over here and be watching for somebody doing anything they shouldn't do and so here i am young guy mm -hmm. first time i've ever been in a situation where i'm pointing a live weapon off with my finger on the trigger no safety at a whole crowd of people yeah. and fortunately even though they were about oh less than 100 feet away from us nobody did anything that looked threatening in about 10 minutes of us sitting there we were the crew chief determined that we were okay to fly and we lifted off and left, but it just goes to show that in what we originally thought was perfectly safe circumstances can go to hell on a, on a, the best plans or best intentions <laughs> in a matter of <laughs> dang short minutes. Yeah. 
That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, thanks for the call uh, and welcome home, by the way. Well, I appreciate that, Tom. Um, I've, I've gone without thanks for so many years. I've gotten used to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I well, know. thank it's, you for your service. Good, sir. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I, I had mixed feelings when, you know, it became politically incorrect uh, not to, you know, talk about Vietnam. And yeah. I, like you, I probably took it, you know, tongue in cheek. Yeah. You're just being politically correct, but thank you anyway, yeah. you know. But yeah. well, I think a lot of people now are more sincere than they were back when it was. I think, I think you know. that could be true, yeah. Yeah. But, but I, have, uh, I have people come up to me uh, all the time because I wear my Vietnam hat out from time to time. And I have, yeah. people, I have people come up and, you know, thank me. Yeah, I don't have one. Yeah. But the uh, the mm -hmm. Seawolf PBS mm -hmm. has a an, just short of an hour and a half long mm -hmm. documentary on it that I watched on online yesterday evening and oh, my yeah. goodness is it ever informative yeah it is an well, incredible story those guys had all right i gotta thanks go i'm time, up against guys. the clock yeah thanks for your time uh thanks for the uh yeah thanks for the walk down memory lane uh. <laughs> all right all right that's gonna wrap it up here we've still got oh my gosh we got a full hour to go some animals don't live that long shane so we'll be back <laughs> right after that so <laughs> We've still got a lot more to talk about, so stay tuned. Tom and Shane on Saturday. We'll be right back. Eight minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. Mountain Time. It is Saturday. It's May 27th. It's 2023. It's Memorial Day weekend. Tom Eagle up. Shane Matobin are in the house for you. And uh, Shane, the Biden administration is uh, ending a Trump-era plan designed to crack down on fake claims of family relationships among illegal immigrants crossing America's southern border. The policy will end May 31st, according to a leaked memo published. What do you think? I think it's really sad because Trump came up with this uh, to discern children coming across the border and three reasons they've look into every child that comes across and who's with them. And we've talked about this endlessly. Mm -hmm. And so th this another w w policy that uh, your president seems to uh, uh, wants to strike down that's detrimental to children and, uh, you know, human uh, trafficking. It, 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 again, more policy that people sitting around in a room and go, well, let's change this. And they, they yeah. don't, they don't mm -hmm. seem to look at what the repercussions are. Yeah. Well, 15% of alleged uh, migrant families are committing fraud by claiming unrelated children as their own. Exactly. And uh, there we run into the tr uh, the problem. And they're, uh, they have child recycling rings, uh, including one in which the same eight children were used to bring help bring 36 adults in. So there you go, Shane. We got all these kids. Uh, a 51-year-old man who paid $80 to rent a six-month-year-old a six-month-old child, so he could remain in in uh, in the the country. So, well, the you know, mm. seven million of these illegal immigrants, uh, you know, mm. twenty percent of children. So you, you're talking about a huge number of children that oh, fall yeah. into this category. It's, it's not small. Yeah, when you it's talk huge. about the number coming across, it's pretty pretty ridiculous. It's it, it's bigger than the number mm. of transgenders in, yeah. in your country. <laughs> it's, it's, 
Well, everybody, everybody years ago got up in arms about the separation of children from, uh, you know, their parents or whatever, and uh, started started in the Obama administration, continued in the Trump administration. And as Shade pointed out, there's three reasons why children are separated from the people who bring them across the border. The first one is they've got to, in this case, they're not committing fraud, that they're not child trafficking, that the child is, in fact, uh, a a sibling or uh, they're the guardian or the parent of that child. Second reason is they've got to determine, is the uh, child being abused by the person bringing them across the border? Uh, Is their child uh, a child of, you know, uh, mistreatment? Third reason is, they need to make sure that the parent or guardian isn't wanted for crimes either in the United States or in their home country uh, before they can reunite, reunite these families and bring them across the border. All three items are to protect the child. And the third one's the worst because mm-hmm. if they find out they're a criminal in their country, they're going to be sent back. But do you send the child back with a criminal? Yeah, apparently you, know, you do. So, so it, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's such a difficult thing for agencies to deal with, and there's no uh, uh, guidelines. That That's the worst part. You know, they have guidelines for everything. Yeah. Well, they said smugglers would broker a deal with a family to give a child to a stranger when they cross the border. Parents who agreed to do this uh, could have most or all of their huge smuggling fees waived to bring the whole family over. So. Yeah, and, and every one of these smuggled people have uh, bands on their on their wrist with a phone number to call home yeah. so it's it's yeah call back to who they owe money to yeah it's one of these things that we've talked about on the podcast numerous times and on this show very sad isn't it thomas oh it's it's, it's horrible yeah the uh, they want to do dna testing uh, uh which was imposed by the trump administration uh, that was rolled back under biden with uh, reports that thousands of fake families were again crossing the border but this time with little us government resistance and that's why i i don't understand why what harm can putting the wall up do what harm can it do it, it can only help you. Uh, it, it's so detrimental to your entire medical system across the board mm. for everyone. Uh, they're two years behind in every medical aspect of, from operating to DNA sampling to blood tests. I, it, it, people can't even get in to see their doctor for a hearing test because they're so backlogged. Mm-hmm. You know, my doctor wants me to get a density test on my uh, bone density yeah. test, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, my doctor put in the request a year ago, but they're so backlogged. And mm-hmm. of course, they stopped doing them for six months because of, or for a year because of COVID. So everything's already backed up. Yeah. Trying to do anything medically for these children or any other illegal immigrant is just, it's, yeah. the cost is overwhelming. Well, it's that medical uh, free uh, system you got in Canada. That's the reason everybody's getting tested ahead of you. So, (laughs) probably the trans people are ahead of you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, there are warning signs of plenty as President Biden revs up his campaign from the basement, I guess, in 2024, Shane. None of these signs are more worrisome than so his standing among black voters. Uh, Biden has uh, 
only 41% they would want him to run for re-election. 55% they would likely support him in an election. But uh, 9 in 10 black voters uh, still are approving of his job performance, and I don't understand how they can how they can do that. But um, 14% well, of the— Well, I, I, I figured out how or why Biden— uh, during the 20 uh, elections, spent so much time in the basement and, and came up several times a day because uh, he said to his wife, I've got to go to the outhouse. There's no bathroom down there. Yeah. But Republicans have since made strides in uh, gaining more black voters, earning 14 percent of the black vote in the 2022 midterm elections uh, compared to 8 percent in 2018. And uh, so... Yeah, they're are they gonna bring Michelle Obama out of the wings, Shane, for no BP or something or no. You don't think so? No. Huh? Yeah. No. <laughs> you don't think so. No. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Well the, the amazing <laughs> thing is is I expect there to be eight to ten people really running for the Democratic nomination. And I'd be surprised if there's more than six ta- trying to challenge Trump. We'll see, but that, those well, are my two numbers. Well, we've already got six. That's, I, yeah, I don't yeah. see more against Trump, but maybe there will be. I, I'd be surprised. But Well, the other thing, Trump is going to trial in March, uh, which is right in the middle of the early campaigning. So... Uh, you know, that's that's not going to be a good thing. A speedy trial. <laughs> it's, it's August. You can't get a court date. Well, we talked about this Thursday, and, and you held out that he would show up for it, and, and then you put in the list today that Trump made a video appearance for that case. And, well, he still got to uh, show up, video or in person, one of the two. Doesn't have to show up. Yeah, he does. I don't. Oh, so you don't have to go to trial if if you're charged with a crime. Well, the reason uh, for the the reason for it is is in the basic uh, standard law book uh, that everybody abides by, both countries. If a defendant in a criminal or civil case doesn't show up in court, he cannot be ordered to take the stand because he hasn't been witness to what people have said about him. So it, it's a it's a real powerful weapon that uh, defense lawyers can use. Um, I got blackballed on that in a case of mine uh, where I was involved in something. And I went, I, I sat for one hour in, in one of five sittings and then I was called to testify. Uh, my lawyer didn't tell me not to just, you know, not to come in because, you know, he, he was incompetent. So keep that in mind, folks. If you have, if you find yourself in that situation, you don't have mm-hmm. to sit there. You sit outside the courtroom. So you're mm-hmm. there if the judge wants you. But if you don't mm-hmm. uh, sit in there and hear any of the testimony, they can't call you as a, to, to testify. Well, uh, a testimony maybe, but if you're charged with something, you got to be there, either video or otherwise. Otherwise, okay. the guy in Idaho could stay home. But he didn't. <laughs> He's in court in his jammies. Or his <laughs> orange jammies. <laughs> He's in jail, you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. so yeah, that's why Trump had to go to New York. You know, he had he had to be there. They called him in. You know. And I guess they wouldn't accept him uh doing a video by video, so he had to be there. 
Well, he didn't have to be there. He did that for the attention and uh, because he knew it would go viral, and it did, and it just makes him look like the victim. Yeah. Uh, th that's the reason he did it. Well, he didn't, look he, like, didn't he didn't look like a victim when he was charged and convicted. He wasn't convicted of anything, Tom. Yeah, he was. He was charged with uh, with defamation. He was guilty of defamation, and he was guilty of uh, sexual assault, no. and he had no. to pay a $5 million Tom, fine. We, we, he, not, he was not found guilty of anything, but they did they did say that he did impugn her and gave her a $5 million award. They did not find him guilty of anything. Well, we'll, we'll, look it we'll up. agree to disagree on that. But. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you don't have to pay the fine if you're not found liable. Well, so. he was found liable. For well, that's guilty. <laughs> that's that's guilty. guilty. No. <laughs> yes, it is. No. How can you say it's not guilty? If I'm liable of somebody, because I'm guilty of I'm guilty of libeling them. Okay. I mean, jeez. But that's not what you said. The semantics. <laughs> well, he was found guilty. You didn't say he was guilty of semantic or libel. <laughs> you said he was guilty of something else. Defamation. That too. Yeah. Well, he was guilty of that. He was found guilty and ordered to pay a fine. So, he. Which is being appealed. And as it should. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> the um, the Republican border and immigration bill set to come to the House floor Thursday, Shane, uh, yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I guess, uh, would represent one of the biggest clawbacks of asylum rights in decades if enacted. The GOP is aiming to pass the bill May 11th, same day President Biden is set to lift uh, Title 42, it's a move that will restore some access to asylum rights for the first time since the start of the pandemic, even as the administration rolls out significant new limitations on who and how people seek such protections. Interesting. Yeah. But the White House is poised to restore limited pathways for people per, uh, fleeing persecution and danger. The GOB uh, bill would slice away at asylum rights and other options for immigrants uh, to remain in the United States. And Title VIII uh, is the immigration spotlight ahead of the 42 expiration. Ir irrelevant. It's got to go to the Senate, get passed, and then sent yeah. to his desk, and he'll never sign it. So irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. it'll be vetoed if, uh, uh, if, it, if it ever goes that far. That's right. So they can vote all they want, but, um, but it ain't, uh, ain't going to happen. So. It's kind of a moot point, I would say. <laughs> to a large degree. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> well, this was kind of an interesting case. <laughs> a Texas high school postponed ceremony after only five seniors <laughs> could meet the graduation <laughs> requirements. Well, the, the sad story is that the class in, as a whole was 33 students. Yeah. Well, so right. five out of 33 couldn't, <laughs> couldn't graduate. And, you know, that's like 15%. That's that's pretty sad. It is sad. And, you have uh, a school with 33 yeah. students. Um, all the money they need from COVID and normal mm -hmm. uh, costs to run a school. And yeah. none of these young people could graduate. 
it, it does not speak well of the teachers in your country because they, they failed to they failed to educate well i i don't think the the purpose of a teacher is to educate any longer shane because now in order for the school to receive funding they teach a specified test that you got to pass so yeah, they're I, not teaching they're not teaching the civil war or world war 1 or 2 or uh, you know the uh, what you you name history around the world. They're yeah, not teaching we're, that. We're talking about anymore. reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yeah. These people couldn't read. They couldn't write. They no. they, they couldn't do basic math. So mm -hmm. that that's always been the basis for the last two hundred years of education and you know, common sense. Go back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yeah. I think I told you this uh, some time ago, but I'll I'll re retell it. Um, I was asked uh, by the MSU business class to give a talk to one of the business classes. Uh, mm -hmm. It's been several years ago, uh, which I did. And I received in the mail uh, typed thank yous from the students that were in the class. You wouldn't believe the spelling of the typo, Shane. I mean, yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, it, it was sad. I mean, I, 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 there I, isn't a there isn't a senior in your country that shouldn't have six months of personal finance education. Mm -hmm. So they learn about credit, they learn about credit cards, they learn about debt, they learn about a savings account, they learn about a checking account. Uh, they have some understanding of banking yeah. to go out in the world, especially if they're not going to go on to college. Mm -hmm. it, it, these mm -hmm. basic things should be taught in the 21st mm -hmm. century. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh... Oh, geez. Four, seven, eight, eight, two, nine, eight. Tom, Shane is correct. May 9, 2023. The findings are civil, not criminal. Mr. Trump has not been convicted of any crime and faces no prison time. I didn't say he was, he was convicted of a crime. He was found guilty of defamation and guilty of sexual harassment or sexual touching or whatever you want to call it. So guilty guys, guilty, get over it. <laughs> How can you be liable for calling someone a liar when you aren't convicted of the rape? He was, she was claiming. Yeah, there you are. That's the appeal. I would think. Well, no, the appeal is based upon other things. That, well, uh, that the would be one that of the them. The judge allowed that it'll be thrown. It'll, the, it'll be thrown out and then mm -hmm. he'll bark. Right in March, of, once again, uh, you know, let's go after me. Uh, I, I was right all. I was right about this too, and had to spend all the legal costs to prove it. it it's they're they're feeding you know they're they're feeding a duck of ponds. Yeah. Well, he's going after he's going after her again, and she's going to file another suit for another defamation because you know. Now, there's a fine line because before this suit, she wasn't technically, I guess, a public figure. But this trial has pretty well made her a public figure. <laughs> and as a public figure myself and you, uh, people can slam us all they want in, in every way possible. And there isn't a whole lot we can do about it. Well, the amazing thing is she has a book for sale and it didn't help any no one bought her books. So. <laughs> well, whatever. It doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> no, but that's why she did it. Well, so what? You know, I mean. I, 
I'm, I'm just making an observation. Yeah. Don't beat me. Up. But you're but you're defamating her by saying nobody bought her book. I went to the New York Times selling list and I went to Amazon and mm -hmm. she hasn't been selling books. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I don't think it was, you know, the, mm -hmm. why she did it yeah. is an opinion. A lot of people do it to sell books. Yeah. Shane is basic finance taught in Canada high school. No. Yeah. I don't and know any school that teaches. When my, Balancing when my children checkbook. were in school 30 years ago, I mm -hmm. fought for that every at every, you know, um, PTA meeting, P, P, Parent mm -hmm. Teachers Association meeting. I'd go to the mm -hmm. school board. I I went to my banks that I dealt with, and I said, "Why don't you offer a course? You know, just even a one-day yeah. course where you go in and show mm -hmm. kids how to write a check and you know." you know, fill out an application for a credit card. And, yeah. I mean, it'd be to your advantage, but I don't, it's, it's one of those weird things. You, you'd think that banks would jump on the opportunity. I mean, they have the opportunity of creating more clients. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think so. From our text line, 478-8298, read the Durham report. It specifically states the FBI made mistakes, but they were not, repeat, not politically motivated. Read it. Don't ask Bias Shane to read it. If anything, there's nothing wrong with the FBI. Well, if there's nothing wrong with it, why did they correct all the mistakes they made? Uh, didn't that, didn't that, Strzok and Page uh, memo each other that they had an insurance policy against Trump? Come on. And they admitted that they they were doing it for political motivation, but that wasn't in the Mueller report. Whoever sent that, yeah, it was. They, they didn't make a decision whether it was politically motivated, they, because the answer would be yes, because they have yeah. emails saying it was. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't make that determination. <laughs> Want to balance the budget? Put a ninety-five percent surtax on all campaign contributions until Congress does the work to achieve it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they only spend about a couple billion for every cycle. I don't know. I know, that yeah. <laughs> well, we'll find out, I guess, uh, if that comes to. Uh, it's not going to. Yeah. Biggest story of the week: DeSantis entering the race. Uh, yeah, that was our top story when we started the program. So. That's right. Yeah, that's what you started off with. Big thing. Uh, regarding our back and forth on guilt and innocence, Shane. <laughs> my God, ladies, please. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you That's go. That's a good one. Yeah. Now, now we're being yeah. we're being accused of being yeah. uh, drag host radio. We're being accused <laughs> of being drag host radio show announcers. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, there you are. From I, our, I, I don't know. from our text line. Is there an anagram for that? For our text line four seven eight eight two nine eight. No, he was found liable. Yes, that's true. Guilty. <laughs> he was found guilty of. And liable for his guilt. So get over it. All right, that's going to wrap up this segment. We've still got a full half hour to go, Shane. We've got a lot to cover in this last half hour. So we'll be back with more right after this. Stay tuned. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It is Saturday. It's May 27, 2023. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's Military Appreciation Month, and we're happy to have you along with us. If you want to be a part of the big broadcast, it's easy to do. Pick up the phone, 406-522-TALK, 406-522-8255, or you can text us at 406-478-8298. So it's just that simple. 
And the Eagle Man is on the job. I'm on it, man. Well, okay, Shane, I want to comment about this because I think it's it. important. A yeah. big tech company is developing artificial intelligence to control traffic lights. Yeah. Well, that's already done. They're all automated anyway. But I want to comment on this because this week uh, a company uh, announced that they've developed AI for fast food and the drive through So mm -hmm. there goes another job because now the person taking your order mm -hmm. is out and a computer is in that's, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, artificial intelligence uh, taking your order. And it appears that uh, it works better because there's fewer errors and you actually get the food you order and pay for than drive away and find out it's the wrong order. So... Uh, th this is uh, right off the bat another example of how our AI is going to mm -hmm. replace jobs, um, and that's uh, it's it's too bad because uh, yeah. uh, it, it it there isn't a fast food operation that isn't going to do, use this. It's oh just sure, no, they they no. don't have to put that window up. You just mm -hmm. drive up to a board and. I mean, it, it saves yeah. the cost of you know, of building a building and yeah. <laughs> in in in. in, in Again, it's it's one of these things that I, I find rather t uh, amazing that uh, uh, we'll see more and more of this to tell people about. Yeah. Well, you're going to see a lot more of artificial intelligence coming up in the election because uh, you're going to see fake uh, memes. You're going to see fake uh, uh, things from uh, politicians saying things they didn't really say. Uh, all sorts of stuff is going to come up. So let's take a phone call, though. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Call your own with Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, hello. This is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. How you doing, man? Good to hear from you. I'm fine. I'm back. I just took a six-week road trip back east to see my DNA contributors in Philadelphia. But yeah. I wanted to put a plug in for my niece. She just graduated from history in Gettysburg College and got her first job as an uh, interpreter at the Museum of the American Revolution. Well, good and for her. I wanted, to, I wanted to put a plug in for that because it's, yeah. it's only been around for five years. It's in downtown Philly, right next to Independence Hall and Liberty Bell. Yeah. And if you're interested in the Revolutionary War, and especially since it's Memorial Day, the soldiers that help get our independence. It's a really fantastic museum. I'm going to say, go see it. There, if you like flintlock rifles, they have about a hundred different types. Everything in the museum is original except for a few reproductions and they're honest about what is real and not. They have a piece of the statue of King George that was taken down and melted into musket balls. And they're Biggest attraction is George Washington's tent. Yeah. Now, that may not sound exciting, but he traveled with his troops, stayed with them in all conditions. On the seven years of the war, he only went to Mount Vernon for two or three days. And it's a fantastic museum with all types of modern virtual tours, but original items and things like that. All right, man. Well, thanks for the knowledge. Thanks for letting us know that. We appreciate it. Best yeah, to your I niece. Thought it, I thought it was appropriate to be in Memorial Day. Absolutely. These were the original patriots, and they have lots of uh, stories about, you know, the original flags and the Liberty mm -hmm. Tree and the, what was done to uh, 
really help our nation get out from under the king. And uh, here we are today. And thank you for your call. All right. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah. All right. Take care. Yeah, there's uh yeah, I've, uh, that's on my bucket list to go to work. I'll probably make it to Washington D.C. before I make it to the Yellowstone, but we'll see. Well, you should you <laughs> should go to both, but yeah. just make sure if you go, you got to go see the Lincoln Memorial and the Thomas Jefferson Memorial. Okay. By far the uh, the most amazing experience in your life. Okay. They really are. Yeah. All right. Well, we talked about Target earlier. This this just came across my newswire here, Shane. That Target has paid millions of dollars to a left-wing organization that encourages schools to help students change genders and ask educators to help them hide it from their parents. Yeah, they've been, they've been bragging about it since this whole discussion mm-hmm. came up that they've supported that group for over 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's called the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. So I guess I got straight in there for people who uh, don't know what they are and want to be straight. So I, I, I don't understand that. But anyway. Well, I, I, I want to hear from the asexual minority. Why, why haven't we heard from any of them? Well, I mean, they got to be as big as uh, the, these yeah. other minorities. I would think so, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Target's been partnered with these guys, uh, the GLSEN, for 10 years, paid the group two, uh, $2.1 million over 10 years. And uh, they uh, work to undermine parents by reaching their kids with reading material about cha- gender transitioning at school and how to be done without parents' knowledge. So they've, uh, gra- they lay out strict guidelines for school districts on how to accomplish the goal. So yeah, let's uh, let's by all means let's keep as much as we can from the parents of. Well, I, I, I find it practically unbelievable that public companies in our countries uh, would put money uh, on the board or give it away to such minorities for whatever their reasoning reasoning is and never disclose it to their shareholders. Oh, I know why. Cause people would sell the stock. Yeah. Well, that's one reason. Yeah, for sure. Well, you talked a minute ago, Shane, about uh, Israel uh, experimenting with intel- artificial intelligence uh, for uh, traffic conditions. And we've, we've got trip uh, cameras now that, uh, you know, they, change the lights if somebody's in a lane we or have, whatever. Yeah, it's already done. Yeah. yeah, that's already done. I think this is going to be a little more sophisticated, though, um, because uh, the light, when it uh, when it changes, because somebody's sitting there, uh, and it stays on that uh, light, whether it's green or red or whatever, for a specified period of time, and then it recycles and starts all over again, and the camera says, where's the stuff? I think artificial intelligence would do this in real time. So if somebody comes up and makes a left turn, the arrow comes on, they make the left turn, it goes back to, you know, whatever it was. And if there are people coming from the other side, then, you know, they uh, uh, there wouldn't be a cycle of time for red lights or green lights. Well, based on your observation, I, I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands of people globally that work for cities uh, with traffic systems mm-hmm. uh, in big rooms that are looking at them to maintain mm-hmm. traffic patterns. Uh, 30 years ago, they came up with uh, some computer programming for organizing 
traffic patterns based upon accidents because they found that an accident two hours before uh, rush hour could worsen it by mm -hmm. by fifty to hundred percent. So they they would you know, the, the software would automatically set the lights in a cycle to prevent that if there had been an accident. So all mm -hmm. I see is more jobs lost. Mm -hmm. Well, I think so. Cities yeah. will be happy with because they won't need all those <laughs> screens and the rooms and the people mm -hmm. and the equipment mm -hmm. and more yeah. cash to spend in, uh, oh, on education, Thomas. Well, of course. <laughs> why, why not? Why, mm -hmm. why wouldn't that be? Why wouldn't that be better? Well, as we as we mentioned earlier, Trump made a video appearance uh, in New York criminal case. Um, his trial date, as we mentioned earlier, set for March. But uh, uh, so we'll see. Uh, you know, uh, E. Jean Carroll's uh, adds Trump's uh, post verdict remarks to the defamation case. She seeks at least ten million for it, and uh, she might actually get it, Shane, because he did go after her. And and depending on her standing, as is she a uh, is she enough of a public figure? Uh, that, uh, you know, has enough been said about her uh, positively or negatively to uh, put her in that class, that protected class, uh, we'll find out, I guess. Well, based upon what we've seen lawyers doing for someone in this case to take, to file these charges, mm -hmm. uh, ultimately it'll be appealed and, and mm -hmm. uh, overturned because... Um, in in most cases, that's what happens. So again, victim, victim, victim. I can't believe it. It's just like, <laughs> well, we'll, well, see. You know. So, and of course, last month Trump uh, pled not not guilty. Uh, <laughs> what, what was you saying a while ago? Not found uh, found libelous or something. Uh, anyway. Uh, 34 felony counts, falsifying business records. Uh, same judge that uh, give him, gave the $6 million fine to the Trump organization. Same judge will be on the uh, court for this one. And um, uh, this was the hush money payments and everything. I don't, I don't think there's anything illegal about paying somebody not to say something. Well, look, the simple answer for him, if he didn't want it to proceed this way, which clearly that's what he wants, mm -hmm. but the simple answer is uh, settle with all of them with a non-disclosure, non-circumvention agreement mm -hmm. and be done with it. I, I mean, that's the quickest way to solve this these cases. Yeah. But again, I, that's not what he wants. He wants to appear as a victim and and uh, you know keep keep his base revved up about uh, you know two tier system and uh, it it's very clear that's what uh, his intentions are well the thing uh, that uh, the ap is reporting is not a gag order uh, there's no gag order from the court saying he can't speak about her uh, or the case itself uh, to defend himself uh, he said he can't use evidence turned over by prosecutors uh, to attack witnesses or post sensitive documents uh, on social media, if he violates that order, uh, he risks uh, risks being held in contempt. And I don't think he's doing, or at least as of yet, hasn't done any of those things other than just mock her in his speeches. 
Well, that's true. But another story this week that no one talked about was his his lawyers are in Washington talking mm -hmm. uh, with the attorney general and the Department of Justice about uh, Mar-a-Lago and his documents mm -hmm. uh, because they found nothing there. And they, they can't charge him without charging Clinton, Biden and Obama. Mm -hmm. And gosh knows how many senators or congressmen out there or Hillary mm -hmm. Clinton, too. I mean, you can't charge one and not the others. Well, yeah, uh, it, it would be hard to get that get that through. So that's right. Oh, let's see. Well, a Helena District Court judge on Tuesday barred the state from enforcing five new abortion restrictions while litigation over their constitutionality continues. And as I mentioned earlier, this is going to happen in every state in the union, Shane. Uh, and, and you these... want it to. I want it to. I want the Supreme Court of the United States to finally define life as conception. They didn't have the science to claim 50 years ago, 40 years ago, whatever. They have it now. So let's get this dealt with, you know, men are ruled by laws, not morals. So let's get the moral law finally admitting that life begins at conception. That, that, that to me is a great thing. Well, uh, except the Supreme Court can't legislate from the bench. I'm not saying they will, but they can make a decision on conception. Well, they they can make a decision on conception if a case is brought before them. That, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that's what will happen, but it'll take seven years. Well, in the meantime, the uh, Republicans will lose the House and the Senate again. Okay. <laughs> they will, I'm telling you. That won't, but it won't stop this. Fine. No, that, it that, won't. It won't It won't stop it at well, all. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're talking about you know, mm -hmm. abortion yeah. and, yeah. and you know, the justification for mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Well, the order came from the bench. Uh, the order from the bench, I guess, came at the end of a three out three and a half hour court proceeding featuring uh, Montana abortion providers, medical witnesses, state agency representatives, attorneys uh, representing Planned Parenthood of Montana, Blue Mountain Clinic and all families health care argued that the laws and rules curbing abortion procedures requiring ultrasounds and limiting Medicaid coverage of abortion should be enjoined while litigation continues. State attorneys push, uh, push for the measures to, be, to take effect as scheduled uh, either immediately or on July 1st. Yeah, well, what you just read, the most important thing in there, folks, if you if you heard it, I'll repeat it because it is important. Three and a half hours. That's how much time is actually spent in a full day of court, three and a half hours. The rest <laughs> of it is breaks and lunch and breaks, and yeah. uh, they don't start till 10 and they end at 4. <laughs> so that's your – they work less than teachers do. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, the judge says, my focus is on how this would impact the fundamental right of the patient. This is where my focus lies. Uh, we don't care about the kid, of course. So um, I think the purpose of the injunction is to essentially maintain the status quo that above all considerations is the most important one for me. So that was his, that was his point. There you go. So. And the judge agreed. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Target, uh, we talked about Target earlier. Uh, Target, uh, uh, their stock is down 10.24%. Uh, 
past month and almost 10% since March 17th. Uh, but uh, as we mentioned earlier, that uh, the uh, Brian Co uh, Cornell uh, hailed the diversity, equality, and inclusion, which uh, I think GM40 signed a bill that's not going to be in Montana any longer, and that'll be challenged in court, I'm sure. Well, I know there's a Memorial Day weekend for all those that uh, gave the greatest gift of all their lives. Mm -hmm. But I just want to mention Tina Turner. She passed away this last week, and mm -hmm. she's one of my heartbeats, baby. I, oh, my goodness gracious. She, this woman. She was a talent. Uh, Donna Summer and uh, mm -hmm. so many other women that brought my life so much joy with the, their voice and their, mm -hmm. their tremendous talent. Boy, she was, boy, nice legs, too. Yeah. Well, we should also point out Memorial Day weekend is not just for the military. It's for anyone who's lost a, a loved one or a That's family member or somebody. And it's it's to celebrate their life and their effect they had on us and help to make us who we are. And, you know, there's two primary dates in everyone's life, their birth and their passing. Mm -hmm. And we celebrate both because uh, they're so important. Yeah. Well, Mark Twain said, "There's two mo there's two important days in your life: uh, the day you're born and the day you find out why." Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, I thought so. Well, anyway, getting back to Target, the CEO said, "We think about purpose at Target. It's really about helping all the families, and that all word is very important." And if I said, "Well, if you want to help all families, then..." Where's the KKK, Black Lives Matter, Aryan Nation, Antifa, uh, Proud Boys? Uh, where's all their paraphernalia? You know, uh, how come you don't have that stuff in there? Because if you're going to be all families, there are oath keepers. You can put them in there as well. So, what's the deal? Well, that's that's. Well put there, the Eagle Mad. You, I think, you covered it all, baby. Yeah, he said, I think those are just good business decisions, and it's the right thing for society, and it's a great thing for our brand. Well, okay. Well, And for that, they pay them millions of dollars a year. That's right. So, <laughs> you can have cobwebs at your front door if you... <laughs> What are these companies going to realize that if, if you want to... If you want to um, you know, I I would assume that transgenders don't walk around all the time with stuff that says I'm a transgender. <laughs> you know, uh, the guys wear jeans and, or I guess the guys wear dresses and the girls wear jeans and I don't know uh, cowboy hats. I don't know, <laughs> but it seems like you know. Uh, when I when I look at my wardrobe in my closet, chain, when I yes. get dressed in the morning. You mean I, all the T-shirts you have? All the T-shirts, all the... Uh, well, when I used to work Monday through Friday, I always wore dress shirts. But oh, did since you? I'm oh. on Saturday, there's nobody here. Do you here. have any hoodies? I've got hoodies, you betcha. Yeah, so they... Yeah, so... But anyway, if I'm if I'm going out somewhere, let's say, I don't look at my wardrobe there and pull out the sleeve of a shirt and say, gee, uh, if I wear this, will, will I look gay? <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think when I, when I see a shirt on the, on the shelf, I don't say, wow, that's a straight shirt. <laughs> I mean, no, 
I, I don't I, think I have that. summer wear that is yeah. uh, colorful. I, I mean, sure. pink and green and red mm-hmm. and orange shirts and. I I enjoy them. I, yeah. I enjoy summertime and the colors you can wear. And now mm-hmm. that Victoria Day is passed, I can wear my white dinner jacket. Yeah, so you I'm can. Happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. all I'm all in. I've got a shirt with flamingos flamingos on it. I mean, come there on. You go. Yeah, yeah. Maybe all good. right. So I don't know, but uh, these companies need to get out of pol- out of politicizing. Stop kowtowing to to a specific group. You know, I mean, unless there's some financial benefit to the company. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, no. They're only looking at minorities uh, that have expendable income, but it doesn't. The expendable income of this T minority mm-hmm. is not going to increase the balance sheet mm-hmm. of uh, Target or any other major company. And this is telling you how bad. Uh, their cash flow, their sales mm-hmm. are, and how bad the market is right now. Yeah. Because if you're going to make this ridiculous, bold effort to create mm-hmm. a marginal amount of money in sales mm-hmm. of products, you're in, you must be having serious trouble with your sales. Yeah, serious. All right. Let me get a couple texts in here real quick, and then you can say goodbye, Shane. Uh, okay. From our text line, 478-8298, learn to write checks in the sixth grade. We were talking about finance taught in schools. Uh, Judi- Judi- <laughs> Judaism says that life begins with baby's first breath. And uh, let's see, pretty obvious we have a two-tiered justice system. January 6th being prosecuted while the 2020 rioters get off scot-free. How can a district judge make a, a statewide ruling? So. That's his job. And my uncle, a Montana Corporal, 22nd Infantry, 4th Division, ETO, killed in action in April 3rd, 1945, and our hearts go out to you for your loss. So there we go. So, All right. We're getting down to the wire, Shane. So. Well, it's time for me to get my rant out because I'm so happy being here. You're, you're tre- tremendous best friend forever. Great producer, director, and operator of this whole show. So remember, folks, we have a Tuesday, Thursday podcast that Tom will tell you about shortly. In the meantime, be happy, be safe. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the summer. Uh, take care. Be happy, be safe. Live in the moment. That's all we have, moments. And live to work. Get up in the morning and do something you enjoy doing every day. And so you jump out of bed because you want to go to work. There you go. Come home with a smile on your face, folks. We love you. See you on the podcast, Tom. And we'll speak with all of you again next Saturday. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, all 